Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I am talking about the spiritual ramifications of jealousy, how being mindful of it can change your whole vibration. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Actually, I'm really glad that this is our topic this week Mm -hmm. because it doesn't really impact me. I am not a jealous guy. Really? I'm not a jealous person. I rarely get jealous. Really? I can't remember the last time I got jealous about something. (laughs) You jump. Well, look, we're going to talk about this because you don't stay in jealousy. Like, you'll jump to, like, injustice. Okay. So I'm not a jealous person, but I'm more concerned about injustice? No, like, you pretend you're not jealous, and then you jump to more, you know, life's not fair that this person got this or that, you know, you're more... Maybe you don't want to be jealous because you think that that's what kids are or something. So you try to create logic around it. Okay. So you, so you're basically saying I am a jealous person. Well, everyone But is. I mask it with this injustice nonsense that I come up with. You're not a super jealous person. Oh. No, you really aren't. I, but I, I feel like some there's a spectrum of how jealous we all are, and you'd be low on that spectrum. But okay. you have it. We all have it right right okay all right i I, you know what i accept that okay i appreciate that okay all right (laughs) that's great (laughs) well all right i have to tell this story because i haven't thought about it in a while actually because this was a while ago it was pre-covid which i feel like we separate all our lives into now but so you and i scott and I, i told you it at the time but i haven't told you it in a while um we went to a dinner party at a friend's house and this new this friend she got a whole new kitchen they spent a ton of money on their house and a ton of money on their kitchen and they redid the whole kitchen and she invited a lot of people she moved out of the neighborhood and she invited all these people from my neighborhood where she used to live to go see her new house and she served a lovely dinner and we all got to see her house and everything yes, i do recall i yes. was the first one to eat there oh yeah i was the first one on the buffet line yes i think i got a lobster tail or something yes, like that yes they had lobster and Everything. Okay. So I was standing at her kitchen bar and I noticed that she had two ovens and, you know, some people have two ovens. My grandma used to have two ovens. I think it went out of style. Maybe it's coming back in. She had two. Sometimes you need two ovens if you're quite the cook. Oh, I didn't didn't even know that that you were able to have two ovens. Yeah. like space for two ovens? Some of the people probably listening. Yeah. They're usually on top of each other. Okay. And that's where it was in the wall, like one on top of the other one. Oh, okay. My grandparents always, I think it was something that was a big thing and then it went out of style and maybe now it's coming back or whatever. Because if you're cooking a turkey, how do you cook all the sides? Yeah. Like that. Like it's hard to smush them all into one oven. So some people just get two ovens. Now I'm not, I don't care about cooking. I'm really, I love to eat, but I'm not a cook. It's something I wish I were different about myself, but I'm looking at her two ovens and I'm looking and all of a sudden. I got this overwhelming swell. I don't know else to say it. Like this swell of like intense jealousy. Like I'm looking at her two ovens, like one stacked and I'm like, oh my God. And like, because I'm so used to being mindful. It's something that I've been practicing for a long time. I know a lot of you listening are trying to do this too. I caught myself. I'm like, wow, Meg, you're like really jealous right now of her ovens. That's so weird because that's how I talk to myself in my head. And I'm like, what is that? And then I look over my shoulder and it's one of her guests who's like a neighbor of ours 
who is that type of person. Like, she's very materialistic, and she's always, like, keeping up with the Joneses. And I was, I just know inside, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm absorbing her jealousy. Like, I was feeling her well, jealousy. Wait, it was wait, wait, so wait. overflowed that I picked up on me. And I knew this because you have to know me to know, okay. I guess, be me to know me or whatever. There is no way in any universe I care about someone's ovens. Like, I'll be jealous of right. other things, but I could right. never. So I know 100% that's an em- it was a- It was like empath jealousy. Wait, wait. Empath this, jealousy. This <laughs> this happens to you? This, ha- that's the most notable time I felt it. Since then, I have been able to pick up other people's jealousy. And I wonder throughout my life how many times I've picked up other people's jealousy and thought it was my own jealousy. And I wonder how many of you listening are doing the same things without knowing it. Because the whole empath thing, like, you know, you feel other people's feelings as your own. And to varying degrees of being able to do that. And when you're an unaware empath, it completely affects your life. I mean, you alter your behavior. You think those thoughts are your thoughts. How many times was I falsely jealous of something? Like I was absorbing it. Anyways, it was such an overwhelming feeling and on such a thing that like, I know when like, I don't care. Have eight ovens. I seriously don't care. So it was her and I was feeling her jealousy of my you know, of this person's life and her, and her ovens. I didn't even know that something like that is possible. I didn't. That's yeah. That was like four years ago. So, okay. So let me just kind of get this straight. Let me wrap my head around this, you know, just to make sure I got this correct. So you're sitting there, you're at, you're, you know, waiting to get served or whatever. I'm watching her cook. I'm at her breakfast bar. Okay. You see the two ovens. Yeah. You start getting insanely jealous. Crazy jealous. At first you're like, I'm jealous of the ovens, but then you're like, no, I can't be jealous of the ovens because I don't care about ovens. Yes. Like, right. Okay. All of that. Then you look over your shoulder. Yeah. And then there's this other woman. Yes. Who apparently is insanely jealous about ovens. And I knew immediately, I'm like, oh, it's her. And I know this person. Right. Because it's, we're all mutual friends and neighbors. And I know her and she's a, she's that type of person. She's always keeping up with the Joneses. That's okay. This is crazy. Yeah. And you're blowing my mind again. Why? I didn't know that you did this kind of thing. <laughs> but so once you look over your shoulder, yeah. you see that it's this other person that's actually jealous of the double oven. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's her. Then does your jealousy go away? Yes. Okay. So well, then you're the, back to normal? Then I, I'm aware that it's, oh, that's hers. And then it gets released because I can separate it. Okay. So then the jealousy va- vanishes? Like I know exactly what it feels like, but it doesn't yeah. belong to me. Okay, but it's gone. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, okay, now I can I'm go like, back to I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, really? like, because you know when you're jealous, like, if we can all, like, go to that moment when you're jealous of something, like, your tummy kind of hurts and your head gets hot and you just get, like, all kind of, like, grumpy about it. Like, that feeling, I had all that. And then as soon as I was like, oh, my God, that's hers, I was like, oh, wow. She's jealous of ovens, you know? <laughs> I get it. All right. But all right. that's not just ovens. Like, she's, that's all just right. how she is. Yeah. Because, like honestly, our friend leveled up her life okay. is what happened. Like, she she did. She leveled – good for her. You know, she leveled up her life a bit, okay? So if you're the type of person that's always, you know, looking around, you know, comparisons the thief of joy and all that, which is totally this person's personality – yeah. So anyways, it was crazy. So I wonder, just crazy. a little bit of mindfulness for everyone. You might be getting empath jealousy. Notice when you are. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's incredible. I was also jealous that day as well. 
I noticed one person did get two lobster tails. I only got one. So I was a little <laughs> upset by that. I was very jealous that I did not get that second lobster tail. All right, we got two ads. When we come back, uh, we're going to do a little game of jealousy. True, false. You can play at home. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, I was noticing that I was doing a lot of doom scrolling, which is when you go through your phone and you just start taking in all this stuff that maybe you shouldn't be taking in. And so I totally switched what I was doing on my phone and I started learning French actually on my phone, which has just helped me a lot. I mean, that is one way out of many. I take care of my mind. Well, how well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? And that's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them the same way we would treat a car? And there are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, but there's also better help online therapy. Personally, my better help therapist has helped me so much. I do video calls with her, so I don't we don't see each other, we just talk. And she's so professional and kind and helpful. And it's just wonderful to have someone you can talk to and you know it's objective and you know it can be about you. And you know it's somebody that can give you great structured advice. It makes me always feel better. Better help is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash K-Y-A. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash K-Y-A. Maybe you're headed on a little summer adventure. We had just gone on one of those and I did not want my kids on their devices the whole time in the backseat. Well, enter Little Passports. They keep both my kids completely occupied for hours. Little Passports offers globally inspired award-winning kits filled with hands-on activities, games, and stories, all designed to spark curiosity and imagination among young adventurers and scientists. Each month, Little Passports will send a kit packed with play-based activities, interactive crafts, puzzles, games, and stories to help kids have fun while they learn about the world around them. Watching them unbox these kits is such a treat, let me tell you. Whether building a solar-powered robot, creating a Spanish mosaic, or playing with animal friends in the Serengeti, kids ages 3 to 10 will love learning with Little Passports. Each kit contains activities that are perfect for their age and match to their interests. And Little Passports makes the perfect gift for parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, godparents and educators, friends. Choose from month to month, six-month or 12-month subscriptions, whichever is right for you. And you can stop anytime. Share the world with your little explorers with Little Passports. There's always something new to discover. And for listeners of the show, Little Passports is offering new customers 50% off your first month of any subscription when you go to littlepassports.com slash Aura and use promo code Aura at checkout. That's 50% off your first month of any subscription when you go to littlepassports.com slash Aura and use Aura at checkout littlepassports.com slash Aura and Aura at checkout. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, before you get into your part, I wanted to bring up one thing I thought about during the break. And I talked about empath jealousy, where you can absorb other people's jealousy. 
and you can feel it and maybe get jealous too without understanding it. But there's another part to it. And it's where you actually feel other people's ability to get jealous to the point that you never want them to feel that way. So you can really dim your light. You can make sure that you don't say anything that's special about yourself. And you can make sure you're a blip on the radar so that everyone around you never has to confront their own jealousy. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Well, I used to do this like a lot more than I do now. So I think it's important for us all to think about, okay, who in our life do I not want to share my special details with. And it's not bragging. It's just, this is what happened to me. Like, and if you, especially if you're programmed a certain way, like if you were raised by something, somebody who was very triggered, um, had jealousy triggers, or you're just such an unaware empath that you're so nervous to ever make anybody feel insecure about themselves, which is what happens when people confront their own jealousies. You can find yourself surrounded by people who actually are flocking to you because you never make them look at their own jealousy or their own shadow work they need to do. And notice the people in your life that you don't want to, yeah, share special things with, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, that's incredible. I I mean, that's, I don't think that's ever happened to me. I don't think I've ever thought, hey, I'm not going to tell someone that I had this accomplishment because... I think that person would get jealous of me. So I wouldn't like, I don't think, I don't think that's ever happened to me. No, like, but you, I've done that. But you used to make fun of me all oh, the yeah. time. You, I, yes, yes. Because it was to the point, like I, I was like, uh, well, you didn't like to tell people like, you know, that you had a college degree. Yeah. Or a master's degree. Or a job. Or bought a house. Or I lived in a home. <laughs> or like anything. Yeah, yeah. So think about like, this is the people, these are, this might be you. And I'm talking about myself because, like, this is I went through it, so I know, and I have a whole different crew of people around me now, and we all clap for each other. Right. But back then, <laughs> I went through a lot of relationships where instead of saying, "Oh, Scott did this lovely thing for me," and it was so nice, it was just like, well, "Oh, yeah, Scott, he's there." Yeah. Well, yeah, and actually, that's when I used to get a little bit angry at you mm-hmm. because you know. If you weren't, and I used to be like, if you weren't going to say it for yourself, yeah, say it for me, you right. know, and say it about me, yeah, and because I don't see anything wrong with that, you know. I mean, there's over the top bragging too, but yeah. that's not what we're talking about here. But you know, I, I, so that's when I would get mad at you. Is, is like, all right, if you want to be that, you know, low in the ground, I don't want to be that low in the ground. Yeah, it's because when you're when you're programmed a certain way. You think talking about anything about yourself is bragging and can make somebody feel unspecial when you are surrounded by people who are extremely triggered your whole life all the time and you get yourself worth from being basically a bump on a log, nothing. So notice that you might be actually sensing people's jealousy to the point where you squash any semblance of anything that you feel special about you so that you don't have to trigger them. All right. Well, that's a, that's incredible insight. Yeah. I'm and talk more about that yeah. in a minute, but I just wanted to bring that up now. Okay. Yeah. And if there are if there are people listening at home, I don't know, maybe our indigos, our deep blues, whatever that sure. have, have felt that way, then you know, know that that this might be really eye opening for them. Oh yeah. And I'm hoping that would help. This them. changed my whole that can change life. This yeah, is like change. one of those life changing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge pattern. Yeah. And when you notice it, you're like, whoa, you know. Yeah, but I'm going to get into that more. But first, right. what what are we doing here? Yeah, okay. So something that's not so profound, <laughs> something that <laughs> is more jovial. All right, so more jovial. 
<laughs> if it's profound, it's definitely not jovial. <laughs> okay, give okay. us your jovialness. Go ahead. Okay, just try to lighten it up a little bit. Okay. But, all right, so what I want you to do, if you're <laughs> well, listening at home. This podcast is way too deep for me. Let's move on. All right, go ahead. All right, so if you're listening at home, what I'd like you to do is grab a partner. Mm-hmm. Someone, you know, Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. Sure. Okay. Do uh, that too. If you're in a car, please don't Jumanji. Um, <laughs> or... Well, most are, 47% of all KYA listeners listen in the shower or the tub. Yeah. So they've already Jumanji. Right. right. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to come up with a, I have come up with a few categories to see if you at home or you or me are jealous. So okay, it's like a true it. false. Are you, are you jealous or are you not jealous? And perhaps you you've chosen it. things that one may think are the, you know, normal things people get jealous about. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got it. All right. So the first thing I selected here was labels you can call them name brands right things like that well label like designers designers i think name brands i think like kellogg's okay (laughs) you know or whatever all right so name brands labels jealousy okay i'm not i'm not jealous i mean if somebody has a chanel bag or or whatever i'm like cool good for you it's just not something i want though either okay um if i i mean i'm not sneezing at it or whatever like cool i mean great okay, they're so beautiful that's a, that's a false for yeah you. i don't that's get jealous false. of that no okay. do you me no definitely not <laughs> i mean if you're a kya listener you know that i don't care you you're wearing gucci i mean the other day we had with brie the uh lulu lemon well, or, let or whatever let's back it up let's back it up and before you say lululemon like four thousand times Lululemon. you gotta stop said <laughs> you're not allowed to say it anymore okay okay got it <laughs> We have a we have a teenager now, and this is really triggering Scotty over here because you're not just like anti-label. I think like you don't like the idea of spending money on notoriety. Like you feel like it's a mass manipulation. Oh my gosh, because I watched that House of Gucci movie. You guys, I can't do anything about Red Rants. I'm just watching the House of Gucci movie with like Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. And you you just came in for 10 minutes of it and you're like, what's going on? And I quickly told you, and you're like, wait a second. When you buy one of these purses, you're spending money on the, just a crazy family. Who's like, you know, yeah. and you're just like, why? Who thinks it's so like your thought is you're spending money on this label that just this crazy family where this murdering happens. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I look, I, I, and again, if you wear Gucci, I'm that's I'm no, very happy for it, you. Whatever, that's, but it's fine. That's wonderful. Just what I deal with. for me, just for me. Right, I don't get it. You just walk it out to why are you spending money yes. on something that? Yeah, it's just it's it, a bag. It, it's or just whatever. a G. Or a sh- it's, a, it's yeah. a G of someone else's last name. If I was going to wear something, <laughs> I would wear the MM. The, the, you know, the know the, your origin, which is shirt. what I do. Yeah, right. I, so Our, everything I would wear is MM. You wear but, a mystical merch. Yeah, because yeah. Mystic Michaela cares about me. <laughs> Gucci doesn't care about me. And why am I paying them thousands? Here comes the red red. Why am I paying them thousands of dollars to advertise for them? I'd rather just buy my own shirt with my own brand on it. You know, Mr. McKellar or whatever, or even, even wear a shirt of like a loved one. Like, Hey, you know, anybody, it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Done. (laughs) And I won't say the the store. But now that my 13 year old is very normal for 13 year olds to want what other people are wearing at school or whatever. And it's not even exorbitant what she wants. And she just wanted to walk in that store. And, um, it was just like, it was a lot. Okay. It was just, it was a lot. And like, you have to understand like kids are kids and. All right. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) 
First of all, I didn't know. Okay. And the other thing about me is I don't really know labels or brands, name brands or anything. I mean, <laughs> I know like, you know, Gucci, whatever, LV. You know what though? But, but I don't know the, like the detailed ones. I don't know what you call them. But you, know, yeah. you know what though? What? And this is a totally what? different conversation. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Mr. I don't know. I don't care about labels. If I yeah. ever bought like an off-brand Fruit Loops. Oh, what I hear about it. Like if I brought like the Publix off-brand bottom well, shelves Fruit Loops, well, which are the th- same thing. That you're putting into your body. <laughs> the, the, so. You better have that weird toucan on it or whatever for you to eat it. Otherwise, yeah. it's gross. Yeah. because like, So what is this? I mean, Fruit Loops are your bad brand, enough. You're brand loyal, but you don't like labels. Okay. But <laughs> sure. So anyway, we get into this. Lulu store. I'm not, I can't say the full name. Apparently, you get mad when I say you're the not full allowed name. to. Right. <laughs> and at first, I thought it was the uh, Lulu Row. This is even about jealousy. It this was the one jealousy. you showed me. The documentary with those scam artists where they scammed everyone with the leggings. And it's Lulu Row, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not. Right. And then I, you know, after I realized it wasn't them because that's what I thought it was at first, okay. and then I saw, you know, you get like this tiny little piece of material for a hundred dollars. I think they called it shorts. I don't know what they called it, but it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So Scott's ridiculous. fun to go shopping with, and that's what we did at the Boca Mall, which is a very bougie mall near yes. us. You have to drive a little bit to get there from where we yes. are. They almost were going to arrest, arrest me at the Gucci store. Oh, yeah. Uh, I escaped that. As, uh, <laughs> as about seven security guards started looking at me funny. When we I were was, trying to take pictures yeah. of the place, and so obviously they thought you were casing the joint. They thought, yeah. So that was fun. So like I said, Scott's fun to go shopping with, especially when you're a 13-year-old girl. Just trying, just trying, trying to look around. All right. All right. What's All right. next? What's next? Are we jealous of or not, Scott? All right. Go so, ahead. So we both got not jealous. We're not one. jealous Balls. of labels. Balls. Fine. Right. But you get very passionate about All right. Them. Jumanji, Jumanji. Just to keep everyone's attention. All right. Another true and false here. Regular plane ticket versus first class plane ticket. So you have a regular plane ticket and you got to pass first class. Go. I'm jealous. You're jealous. Yes, 100%. I am not. Yes, you are. <laughs> so you're saying I'm lying? No, because last time we had an, uh, it was a couple of years ago, because we, we always fly Southwest, which is always the same seat seating situation but we had to fly jet blue a couple of years ago 2018 i think yeah 2018 like and we get on the plane and we hadn't been on jet blue in a while and it was from florida to new york and we walk through the front and it's just like what the frick is this there are people lounging in couches with sleep masks on pretending to sleep as we all walk by like i'm sleeping like you're not sleeping you're just waiting for the commoners to leave your section and they have little fancy fancy cracker boxes and fancy fancy parade water perrier right yeah and like slippers and blankets and we go to our seats which you know i'm touching somebody's elbow i don't know the whole rest of the flight and we, I was insanely jealous. I'm like, what is this? And they make you walk through it and look at it. Like, you got to look at it. Yeah. And it's almost like you really got to confront, like, you couldn't afford this. So there. That's, and it well, was just very well, here, sad. Okay, no, this, this, I was very jealous. No, and you're jealous too. Because what you do is you just jump to angry. But here's the deal. If somebody said, hey, Scott, you can fly first class the rest of your life, would you? Yes. There. There. So you cannot say that it's injustice because if it was truly you felt it was injustice is what you were about to get into, you would never take that seat. 
it wasn't justice because <laughs> you, know, you couldn't I, have it. I, I use the fly jet blue all the time, uh, you know, to come see you. Yeah, you know, we were long distance. We were long distance, yes. so we'd always do the Buffalo to New York yes. flights, and we we each come, you know, and it was just you got on your seat, you know, first row, second row. If you got lucky, you were the first row. If you got, you know, unlucky, you were like seat. No, no, row twenty six. Well, something, you always right? you always picked your seat. Yeah, but it was based on, you know, when you, when you got when it. When you log, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like... You clicked You didn't have seat. to go past, like, this fancy first-class nonsense. No, but no, I was insanely jealous. So jealous, and you are too. Okay. I, 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 All right, next. All right, fine, fine, fine. You're jealous. All right, next one. Abilities, okay? Okay. True or false? Are you jealous of, a, like, an ability that someone has? So it could be um, uh, cooking, you know, anything. It could be playing a musical instrument. It could be, you know, like you said... Uh, like maybe a social media thing. I think you were talking about TikTok earlier. Uh, someone's handy. Yeah, I was. Yes, earlier this morning, I was actually telling you how jealous I am <laughs> that I'm not good at TikTok. Um, and and really, it just means that I don't feel like I have the abilities to be good at it. That's really what mm-hmm. it is because I'm looking at how other people do it. Actually, this is therapy for me. Thanks okay. for hanging out, everybody. Okay. Uh, this actually, because I look at other people doing it, and I'm like, why can't I be like them? But that's the thing. I just got to be me. It's got to be me on there, you know? So that's where my jealousy is coming from. I think I gotta, I'm looking at other people and how great they are at it, and they have all these abilities to like do all these cool things. And I don't know how to do transitions. I don't know how to do any of that, but I just got to be me. I don't even know how to check my inbox. <laughs> I, I know, and I'm not even kidding. I've tried to figure out that app. I don't get it. It's not hard to yeah. figure it out. I, I can't figure it out. It's like, more just the creative part. I have like 17,000 notifications, but I don't know how to even look at them. 17,000. You're well, popular. Yeah, I'm very popular. Oh, I'm an international <laughs> star on Tinder too. Well, are but, you um, jealous of abilities? Uh, I am. Okay. I am jealous of people that can play musical instruments. We could learn to do that. Well, yeah, but I, I truly, you know, I really want <laughs> to know what it feels like to, you know, be at a bonfire and, you know, on the, on the beach and everyone's <laughs> sitting around and I just take out the guitar and I start playing, you know. Like, I was picturing you with a funnier instrument, like a recorder. A recorder? No. <laughs> no. Come on. That's not, that's not even nice. I'm not even telling you. <laughs> In <laughs> my visualization, it was like a bonfire and then you just took out this plastic recorder. No. no. I played the recorder like in <laughs> like, sixth grade. You're, come on, and guys. Then, I, I, and you're I playing tried. Mary Had a Little Lamb. Did you? I tried out with the recorder in like sixth grade. <laughs> And no, they said, no, that you stink. (laughs) They they didn't let me. Maybe you just admire musicians. Yeah. You're not jealous of them. I mean, I just want to walk into a bar (laughs) and, you know, there's a piano there and I come in and I start playing Sweet Caroline and everyone just like comes around me. Like a whole fantasy. Yeah. And everyone, or like Christmas time. Yeah. You know, I go to like somebody's party. Yeah. And there's a piano again. And I just... I'm the one that starts playing oh Silent God. Night and Whoa. everyone gets, you know, everyone just starts singing and yeah. tearing up. And, right. You know. Oh, wow. They, they You're the star then, of that show. Yeah. And then maybe there's like a, <laughs> a drug person who was really mean to people of burn burn victims and she starts singing and taking away my thunder. But all right. Oh. Triple real, joke, right? Yeah. That's a triple <laughs> that's joke. That's a triple that's joke. That's a real house of yeah, you Beverly Hills joke. The other day. Yes. All right. So for this one, I, I guess, it, is that a true or false? Uh, so I guess for you, it's a true. Yeah. Because right? you're je- jealous yeah, of TikTok. Yeah, sure. I'm t- not, uh, yeah, people have better skills on there than And me. I'm jealous of uh, people that can play guitar and piano. Okay. All right. So the, the last one here, um, let's say you have a friend. This one's a little lengthy. Okay. You have a friend. They're from Amish country. 
And recently, there's been rumors that this friend has been hanging out with someone that they call Clothesline Conrad. Oh, my. Are you jealous or not jealous? It's a deep joke for the KYA listeners. <laughs> this one goes back a ways. All right. So they're hanging out with clothesline Yes, Conrad. I'm not jealous. Are you? You're not jealous? No. I'm not jealous either. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a little jealous. For those that have not listened in a while, there is a guy named Jebediah. He's yes. my twin flame. He's Amish. And now he's been seen with a guy named Clothesline Conrad. Oh, hon. All right. Sorry. All right. We have an ad. When we come back, you're going to talk about jealousy. Smooth, shiny, glowing skin. It's not just for your face. You really want your whole body to experience that all over. With Osea's skincare and body care products, you can get your skin ready for every summer look because you're just showing a little bit more skin right now. And it's important to prep your skin to stay hydrated and smooth with their safe, clean products. Osea's skincare products help nourish, soften, and smooth your skin to keep you glowing from head to toe. Personally, their body oil is part of my daily routine all year around. I use the seaweed infused body oil. It helps my skin all over look healthy, smooth, nourished. I mean, glowing. It's the perfect addition to anyone's body care lineup for summer. We all want that amazing glowing skin. I put it on and I glow like I shimmer and I feel amazing. And you can experience this radiant summer skin with Osea's Andaria LJ body oil. Keep your skin soft and glowing with Undaria Algae, Acai, and Babu Su seed oil. It's a rich, never greasy, luxurious body oil. I mean, you won't go back. This stuff's amazing. That's fragrant from sunny citrus and notes of sweet passion fruit. Smells really good. You can try Andari LJ Body Oil and Osea's Total Body Glow Trio Kit. The kit includes body oil moisturizing body scrub, and a plant-based body brush. So you sweep away all those dead skin cells, and then you hydrate for incredibly soft, glowing skin all summer long. Like all of Osea's products, the Total Body Glow Trio is safe, clean, responsibly sourced, vegan, cruelty-free, and all powered by the sea. So find your new skincare and body care favorites at oseamalibu.com and get a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with promo code KYA. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. You're going to want it all. So go to oseamalibu.com, promo code KYA. I am always really interested in how we are sending out waves and frequencies of energy to the universe around us, how our subconscious mindsets need to be awakened in order to take control over this vibration we're sending out. I mean, we're sending out a vibration all the time and it's attracting things to us. And it's always the overall ones that fascinate me, the things that we have buried down so deep but it's so present in our energy and it affects us so much. So that's what we're doing today. And one of those things, honestly, it's such a prevalent, prevalent way that we're doing it is jealousy. This goes so much deeper than, you know, seeing your friend's shoes and being like, girl, I'm so jelly of those shoes. <laughs> like it's much deeper than that. It's truly a message you're sending out in an unaware way. So we're going to dive deep into this and it's uncomfortable. Here's the thing. We all get jealous. It's so universal. We're jealous 
because I mean, and I'm sure I didn't even research this, but I'm absolutely sure it has something to do with our human brains fighting for the resources around us. If somebody else has something, we better get it too. Probably goes back to just our animalistic tendencies. And I always like to kind of give honor and, and pay homage to the parts of us that aren't great, but they have a purpose. And I feel like jealousy does have a purpose. And its purpose is to look around you and be like, okay, what does somebody have that you don't? Go get it. Or be upset if you don't have it. Or try to get it yourself or whatever. It's the part of you that notices where your cup is half empty and somebody else is half full. And I feel like that does have a purpose to it because it shows you what you're needing and what you're lacking. But in the 5D world, in the fifth dimensional world, I mean, there's unlimited abundance. There's not a cap on what you can get. Also, one person's opportunity is different from what yours would look like or what you would want it to look like even. So jealousy gets misplaced. And perhaps it's biological purposes and the reason why we have it in our brains in the first place. It really has nothing to do with love or opportunity or dreams or abundance or all the things that we actually want. So the friend who's getting married, you know, maybe you're not married and your friend's getting married um, and you're feeling not great about that. You know, maybe their spouse isn't someone you'd want to be with anyways. That's that's their trajectory. That's their path. Like love isn't bread on a shelf that somebody took and now you can't get it, you know, or the person getting the amazing job maybe isn't even in the same field as you. So we can be jealous of things and we think And that's our ego's job to make us think it's us and think it's happening to us and think it's being taken away from us. But it's not. It's a whole different world. Everyone lives in their own reality. Everyone lives in their own. Everyone's running their own race. And I know you've heard that a million times before, but it's true. The way I see it, everyone's in their own reality bubble. Anyone you meet, no matter how close you are to them, they're in their own reality bubble. They got their own vibration going on. They got their own pattern happening and your ego will hijack your mindset and make you feel like oh they're getting things therefore you can't they're taking something off the shelf that isn't available to you anymore that's exactly that's not how it works in the 5d that's not how it works jealousy is a super low vibe that's why it feels so awful when you feel it i mean Everyone hates feeling jealous. It's like, ugh, like it's this awful feeling. And a lot of times we don't want to admit that we're jealous. It's something that we uh, attribute to children. So instead of being honest with ourselves about being jealous, we pretend we aren't because we don't want to feel like, I don't know, a middle school student, (laughs) you know, because really like we'll put it on kids. They're jealous. Oh, she's jealous. Oh, they're jealous. Oh, they're, we're all jealous, but we Our ego has told you that you're not jealous. So instead, it'll skip over the jealousy part and convince you that you're angry at a perceived injustice in how the world works. Well, the world's unfair and people get things they don't deserve. Or your ego will hijack your mindset and make you feel judgmental instead of jealous. It'll skip over jealousy and go to judgment. She doesn't deserve someone who's that good to her. She's so lazy or mean or whatever. Or it'll skip over jealousy and go to victimized. Everyone gets things I don't. That's my story in life. I'm the victim. I don't get anything. 
or we just overall lie to ourselves. I'm not jealous. I'm just seeing the world for how it is. And this is a narrative. When we jump over the jealousy, we jump into a narrative which actually projects our reality. And that's where this gets fascinating to me. Because if we sit here and we really look at jealousy today for what it is, a simple feeling that someone took something that's yours and now you can't have it. If we really look at that, we can deal with it properly because it has to do with our own shadow work process. And I'm going to get into that deeper. But first, an example. Me. I used to be very jealous of other people's time. So when I was teaching, when somebody would go on sabbatical or they had a baby and they were out for, you know, three months or whatever, or somebody quit, oh, the, I would get so jealous. Did I call it that? No, <laughs> I did not. The time they had to be off or do what they wanted to do or work how they wanted to work, make their own hours or if they got different opportunities or something. Oh man, I was so jealous because I was teaching and I would see people who just did this. And I remember I had this other, I had this really good friend at school. Maybe you all relate like when you were, when you're working, you have like your work buddy. She was my work buddy and we were so close. She, I was a Spanish teacher and then she was a Spanish teacher too. And she and I, like, we would just complain about the place together, obviously. And we were both on carts because for some reason, only the men got classrooms and we got carts. So think about that. We got carts. We were Spanish on a cart. So we had our carts together and we got stuck with Spanish club and we did that together and we did everything together. She was my work bestie. But then all of a sudden she got her dream job. And it was, um, I don't want to say where it is because it's a sensitive job actually, but she, she got her dream job. Let's just say that she had to move out of state and it was immediate. Oh, I was so angry and said, I was really jealous and I was also sad that she was leaving, but I was really jealous. And instead of saying I was jealous, I was so angry. I got so mad at her. I got so angry and instead of understanding that I was actually just jealous that she got to leave and I didn't or even sad because I was going to miss her so much and the place wasn't going to be the same without her. I got really angry and then I got judgmental because she left like right before exams. So I'm like, wow, she's leaving a sub to do her exams, you know, like that. And I mean, it's like low vibe, right? I'll admit it. Yeah, it was super low vibe. Looking back, what was really going on with me is I didn't want to confront that I hated my job and I didn't know what else to do and I felt stuck. So instead of dealing with that, I projected it onto her. Now, of course, we still talk and she's very sweet and like now I'm in a different place. I mean, the girl got her dream job and as a friend, you should be happy for her. I should have been happy for her, but I wasn't. I was just really, that's jealous. That's what it looks like and that's why I wanted to share it with you because the thing with being jealous, when we don't acknowledge it, all right, we're sending a huge message out to the universe in a pattern, spiritual way. And that message is that abundance is limited and only a select few of us have access to it. And that people who are just maybe lucky or know the right people or break rules or aren't worthy or who knows what, 
Those are the ones who get things. And then the narrative also is, I'm not one of those people. And this is where it gets really deep for me. So try to like hang out here for a second. In an attempt to distract ourselves from actually feeling jealous, we end up sending out this message to the universe that we aren't jealous. This is how the world works. And this is all unspoken. This is just an energy vibration. And this is where it gets crazy. Our egos would rather us be at the whim of a limited, abundant world than take a cold, hard look at why we're jealous in the first place. That's right. Our egos want us to believe that the world works a certain way rather than confront our own issues and shadow work and issues, which could actually give us freedoms to experience abundance. And right there, that's what I'm talking about today. The ego, the part of you that's part of your human brain doesn't want you to change. It's a survival mechanism. Stay the same. We know how to exist this way. And your ego in all aspects of your life will avoid change in any way. And one of the biggest ways it'll avoid change is making sure you don't look at yourself. And jealousy is something that if you sit in it and you're just like, why am I jealous? That's a really quick way and an uncomfortable way because you got to swim through the the ego. (laughs) It's a really uncomfortable way to look at exactly what you have to work on that's unhealed. And your ego doesn't want you to do that. So it jumps into a narrative that the world works this way. Isn't that crazy? That's what jealousy is. And that has changed my life. So I want, I hope it makes sense to you what I'm saying. Um, do I still experience? Of course I do because I'm human and that's okay. It's part of me. You can't eliminate these things from yourself. You can't eliminate the ego. You wouldn't want to, but if you see it, then it's just less prevalent. And I kind of laugh at it now. I'm like, Oh, I'm jealous. What does it mean? What does it mean about me? Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home. Isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So when you see that you're jealous and why you're jealous, you are looking in the mirror. You are looking at your shadow self, that unhealed part of you, which your ego has covered up in so much nonsense because looking at it and changing it and healing it would be too much of a change for your life and self, you know, according to the ego. They like you to stay miserable. Because you're alive and everything's the same. And that's like really the ego's point is to keep you alive by doing the same thing all all the time. So jealousy is something where the ego that according to how I look at it, it is a message that you're not deserving of whatever abundance other people are getting for one reason or another. Maybe you're not, I'm not smart enough, not pretty enough. I don't, I didn't do that. I don't know the right people. I don't, um... I don't work that way. I don't have the right accreditations. 
you know, uh, whatever. And then, or you blame other people. Like my mom wouldn't let me, my husband wouldn't let me, da, 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 da. So it just means that you're creating a narrative. Well, this can't happen to me because instead of looking at your own shadow work and actually changing it from the inside out. But when you sit in why exactly you're feeling this way, whoa, you will start to notice things that can really make you cringe. I mean, it's not fun. It's not fun to go in there and see why exactly you don't feel deserving of the abundance you notice other people getting. It's not, and that's why we usually skip over that part and go right to like anger or judgment or victimization or we just lie to ourselves. Um, I had a really good girlfriend uh, when I was married. I didn't have kids yet. And uh, she was dating this guy. And, you know, it was like one of those situations. I'm sure we all have a friend like this or we've been in a situation like this where the guy was like, they were dating, but he was really, I don't know. He was like, he wasn't this, this horrible guy, but he was very emotionally unavailable. And he didn't want, she didn't want to deal with accepting that. He wasn't going to marry her. It didn't look like he was going to. And all her sisters, you know, she was a bunch. Of, she was one of a bunch of sisters. All her sisters were getting married and having babies, and she wanted more than anything in the whole world to get married and have babies. But this guy just wouldn't talk about it. And if he did, he'd ridicule her for wanting any of it at all. And he was a real piece of work. But the thing is, he wasn't this horrible person. Like they did love one another, which actually this just makes it harder. It's always it's always easier when the guy's a villain or the girl's a villain. You know, it's always easier when someone's a villain. They weren't. He just was stuck in his ways and she you know wanted she was in in between a rock and a hard place with him she was in a tough spot so anyways then i got pregnant I got pregnant with my first one and and she stopped calling me and talking to me and i had a suspicion of why but i didn't want to make a big deal about it because i really did feel for her she told me all this stuff she was my really good friend and then I was having my baby shower and she just sent me back. Um, I hadn't heard from her or anything. And, you know, I, you send out invites and she just sent me like the no RSVP and nothing else. Like just no. And she lived in town and everything. And, and it hurt my feelings because we were so close and she didn't even give me any more reason. So I was like, listen, I'm, I'm just calling her. So I called her not to be mean or anything, just like, Hey, you know, like that. And I got her on the phone and she did admit it to me. Like, she's like, listen, I can't be around you. It's too hard. And she just, I'm too upset about it. And I can't, I can't do it. I can't be your friend right now. And, um, and I got it. And I was really sad she couldn't separate me from her own life. But I mean, she was honest. I mean, she actually sat there and said, I'm too jealous to be around you. <laughs> and I mean, that's, I mean, she admitted it. Um, but you know, what was going on with her was, yeah, she was jealous. And I get that. Cause we all have that. I don't know. It's like these, this emotion we get all ashamed of, but we all have it. And me having a baby and being married didn't mean that that's not available to her. Of course, that's available to her. It was my life and my trajectory, my reality bubble, and we all have our own trajectory. And what one person does may be similar to you, but it has nothing to do with you. It's a whole different world. She just didn't want to deal with her own stuff. Instead of dealing with her own relationship situation or taking steps to go towards what she wanted, which might have meant leaving him, she was just going to avoid the whole thing. Just avoid me and avoid anything that made her think about that. Because thinking about it meant she would have to change it. And the ego it was in charge there. And I get that. Um, I think we all have had moments like that. And they're real and raw and they're uncomfortable to look at. And even when you hear stories, that's why I wanted to share personal stories about myself today. Because it's really easy to get judgy on people. 
so I wanted to share my own stuff so you could like, I don't know, get judgy on me. You know what I mean? So not on yourselves or each other, but when you get judgy on something, think about it. Why am I judgy? (gasps) What's that covering up? You know, because jealousy is so, it's such an interesting, sneaky little emotion and we're so ashamed of being jealous and we, we don't want to talk about when we're jealous because, like, again, we we credit it to being, uh, you know, a very immature emotion. <laughs> but you are. We all are. We've all had it. We all experience it. And uh, and when you get judgy, it's kind of like, oh, ooh, what am I? What am I actually hiding from myself? Okay. So questions to ask yourself today. Where am I hiding my own shadow work in jealousy? Who annoys you? That's a good way to start. Like, who's bothering you right now? It might be jealousy. It might be something else. But who's bothering you? Who upsets you? What do you see which makes you feel anxious and upset and angry or overall gives you this stewing feeling? <laughs> what are you avoiding being around because it upsets you? Are, you? are you practicing avoidance? Does that have anything to do with jealousy? Those pings of jealousy that you're used to covering up, dive in. Let's all like love our jealousy. I picture myself putting my arm around it like, hey, hey, jealousy. (laughs) What do they mean in regards to your own shadow work and all the things you need to look at and address? Let's just befriend our jealousy as a group today. You don't need to fix them now. That's, I mean, this is huge. You don't have to fix it. Just see it for what it is and sit with it. That's enough. I think we get scared and not just in jealousy and like all our shadow work and all the stuff we have going on. We're like, I can't do that right now because you think you have to fix it. You don't have to fix it. You just have to look at it. You do not have to fix it. You just have to stop avoiding it. That's it. We have this thing where we're like, oh, I can't look at that. I can't deal with that until I have all the solutions to fix it. Nope. That's another way your ego comes in. And keeps you from healing and changing and shifting and evolving. It tells you you can't deal with that until you're ready to like fully deal with it. No, you can just look at it. Like, yep, I'm jealous about that. I'm aware. Gonna deal with that. It's an on-running thing. Gonna gonna stick it over here. (laughs) Work on that here and there. Um, What I noticed about jealousy and healing from it. Because it's shifted, you know, like it'll shift in your life. Like things you were jealous of 10 years ago. You're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, because you're in a different place now. So it's interesting to think about that too. Do that today too. Like where 10 years ago, what was I jealous of? And what am I jealous of now? And, And laugh about it. And also look at that previous version of yourself and be like, I was jealous of that, but why really? Because looking at like past versions of yourself, it's easier to dissect why you were jealous in the first place. What, what didn't you have? What did you have? What, what was going on with you? So you can do that today too. And again, like doing this is something that doesn't mean you have to go all in and and fix it and repair it today. All you have to do is sit with it. That's it. I see you. And right there, right there, you have shifted and lifted your vibration to a much higher frequency right there. So I hope this helps you today. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right, so after listening to your speech on jealousy, you know, one thing that always comes to mind that we actually haven't talked about yet, Mm -hmm. especially on the Mystic McCallum Spiritual Family page, um, 
the, my discussion groups that, that I run, you know, even myself, I always say I want a little <laughs> green in my aura. Right. I mean, I, and when I say that, I, I just, you don't want to borrow it for a day. But anyway, a lot of people are jealous of other people's aura colors. Right. You know, some, you know, sometimes people are jealous. Oh, I want to be a pink. Oh, I want the purple. And we've, we've, we've talked about this a little bit before, but you know, what, what, what's the deal with that? You know, right now, you know, for myself, I'm a red blue. I love being a red blue. I've embraced it. It's incredible that I know my colors and I've, and, and I've embraced that. But what if someone, you know, is yellow blue or red blue, whatever, and they want to be yellow purple and they're jealous of a yellow blue or something like that. What, what do you think of that? Yeah. And even if you don't speak aura, it's just vibes. Right. You know, when you're somebody, oh, they're, they're so outspoken or they're so empathetic or everybody just falls in love with them or they're so charming. It's just vibes. But over here, we, we speak in aura color. Yeah. I'm glad you brought this up. So my big thing with the auras are there's no spiritual hierarchy. No one color is better than any other color. Right. And, and, and I've seen that come up a lot you oh, know, yeah. where some, you know, sometimes people think like, even like, uh, I think you call it starseed or right. rainbow, rainbow crystal auras rainbow are better. Yeah. And then uh, like, cause it's, it's a rare combination, yeah. not, not too many people, but then people start thinking, oh, well, I'm, I'm better than you. Yes. Or, yeah, I know. Which is not true. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Uh, or people think some are smarter or more this or more that. Not at all. I think like just in the whole spiritual world in general. I mean, this is just where the ego sneaks in because jealousy is just ego. And this is where the ego sneaks in. It can sneak into any spiritual community anywhere. It's religion. Okay. Everywhere. It sneaks in everywhere where I'm better. I'm more favored. I'm more looked upon with grace. No, we're all playing on the same wavelength, really, like in the 5D. So when you want to be more of something else, it can be an indication of where you're not giving yourself enough love or not giving yourself enough authentic context in which to shine. For example, I'm purple. And over here, I make a lot of mistakes and we call them Maggie steaks <laughs> because right. I've gotten to the point where, listen, I move so quickly through things because I'm purple. I do not have the patience to wait until something's perfect to do it. For example, the Aura 101 uh, videos I was doing on the Instagram, I don't know, eight videos in, I'm like, hmm, I think I need like a cover for these. <laughs> You know, like, that's just me. I never would do anything if I waited until I thought of everything. I That's just how I roll. A long time ago, I used to hate that about myself. And I was speaking aura color about it. I used to wear a lot of inauthentic yellow. And I would wish so much I was yellow. And I would look at the yellow people and wish I were them. And, and that's just not me. And it can never be me. And I've learned to love the purple parts of myself because that's the thing that makes me do it anyways. And that's the thing when I make a mistake, I just shrug it off. I'm like, yeah, whatever. All right, moving on. Trying again. I'm honest about it. I own it. And to me, those are the strengths of being purple. I try it. I own it. I fall on my face. I don't really give a crap if I fall on my face, you know, and those are the purple parts of me. that are like, cool. I don't, I can shrug it off a lot easier than other Oracle. So you got to find the thing about you that's special. And it's usually the thing that you are trying to hide or cover up, or you wish you didn't have in favor of something completely different and give yourself more context to shine there. Cause we all, we all have beautiful abilities and that's, 
Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. I and agree. then, yeah, I agree. yeah. And then yeah. having a support system of people to help you along. Yeah. Well now actually you just ask yellow people to help you with those covers. All the time. And they did. And they did. <laughs> I put out on my stories. I'm like, Hey guys, um, help me. And then like, Oh my gosh, all the suggestions I got, all the help specifically, all the yellows came out, greens too. Um, and then like the purples and the blues and the indigos are like, hey, you're doing great, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even change it. You know? So I, yeah, I just, just ask a friend yeah. and they'll just do it for you. Yeah, and, and they'll you, ask you for things. Yeah. <laughs> and you always ask me and I'm just like, what, does it matter if you have a cover or not a cover? Or you'll be like, yeah. like then you get like, like, oh man, we really screwed up. Oh, we should go back in time and change it. And I'm like, I can't, you know, cause you get really hard on yourself or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, if I, if I make a mistake, I, I don't let it go, you know? So like I, I made a mistake with, you know, just a contract that we yes. had and yeah. uh, just, just about a timing issue on it. Nothing huge, but I've been beating myself up about it for the last uh, three, four months. And I just, yeah, I, and I had I a heart to heart with you yesterday. I'm like, listen, what do we do when we make a mistake? It's a lesson. Yeah, you can't. But as a red, red people, you know, being a red aura, you're so good at being hard on yourself and others. (laughs) Like when you don't feel like they're perfect, you're Virgo too. I feel like that's a lot to do with it. Like, what if somebody's not? If you're not living up to the standard at which you feel you need to be, you are so mean to yourself. Instead of being like, "Oh, made a mistake. Well, that's cool. I'll never make that one again." Lesson. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I know I do say that, but then it just like gnaws at me. I I'm know. like, just, and then I try to see if there's a way to fix it, and then yeah, I just keep I perseverate about it. I yes. keep mentioning it over and over again. And, yeah, yeah. But so, yes, I am hard. Do. Yeah, I, I am hard. You're hard on yourself, yeah. and I think like, and that's a red. Aura that's a red aura thing. It's a yellow aura thing. Yeah. Um, yellow auras are very hard on themselves, and they can beat themselves up too. But I think finding the parts of yourself where you're special and you shine and, and then when you notice the things that you wish you could change, feel like, hey, wait a second, how am I not nurturing those or how am I not appreciating them? And, or in what ways do those things that I don't like about myself actually help me? Just like with me, like with my 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 airbrain mistakes I make sometimes, it's like, well, I mean, I don't hold myself back at least for fear of being imperfect. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you just got to find. So I'm glad you brought that up because there's no spiritual hierarchy. We're all playing like in the 5D. We're all the same. Right. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. And I know like sometimes there's like, I don't know, what you call it? Spiritual gurus oh my God. Whatever, who think yeah. like, because they have this ability, they're better than everyone else. Or, oh my God. Like my whole thing with the auras is like, you can do it too. Okay. Yeah. Like the whole book I'm writing, I wrote, I'm in editing moments right now with it, but it's teaching you to be psychic. You know, it's like, you can do it too. Anything that, anything that you feel you're missing or lacking, you're not, you just have to find the way that it works for you. Like I said, the context in which it can work for you. You just got to search out the context. I hope that makes sense. I think, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I hope today's episode helped a lot of people. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, you know, this podcast is for you and about you, and we're so glad you spent some time with us today.